Good morning, this is Nikhil Lee Jonathan for today's verse excitation. The verse that we are looking at today is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 22, verse 14 to 15. So the verse says, The God of our fathers appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to everyone of what you have seen and heard. So Acts chapter 22 verse 14 to 15 says the God of our fathers appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to everyone of what you have seen and heard. So this is basically uh, what uh, the uh, disciple Ananias is telling to uh, Paul about his uh, meeting with God. So he's uh, as you all know that uh, Paul was very uh, detached from the uh, uh, works of Christ. He was actually against the work of Christ. He was killing people and persecuting them for uh, believing in the word of Christ and following Jesus Christ as a true God saviour. So uh, he, he did not actually know about what uh, it meant to be a true Christian or what it meant to be a disciple of Christ. So Aranias who knew that and uh, uh, who was directed by God to go and tell him is trying to enlighten him trying to give him information on what uh, it means to be a disciple of Christ and what it means to be uh, follow the righteous one Jesus Christ so um, what what he says to him here is what's described in the verse and you can see that he is uh, telling him that uh, he saw the bright light that blinded him and then he heard the voice of God saying to him why have you uh, persecuted me and uh, 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 things like that so um, he's telling him that he has uh, come in contact with God he's been blessed by the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ to turn him around and then uh, to prove to him that uh, God really exists and that he is uh, pushed towards the uh, accomplishment of what God wants him to do so that is what the verse really means and that's what it tries to explain but when you go deeper into it when you have uh, an understanding that uh, reads between the lines and what we how it is relevant to our everyday lives and uh, routine when we are um, you know coming in contact with god when we realize or sometimes we don't realize this verse is able to give us some teachings to imbibe those um, um, uh, learnings that god wants us to wants us to utilize those wisdom that God has for us in our everyday lives because God is constantly present in our lives. If you are a Christian, if you are not a Christian, Christ looks over everybody. He is there to, uh, He is there in everything, in every way and every time. But then the only thing is that we, we, we have the choice to either be obedient to Him, we have the choice to listen to Him or we have the choice to be detached and turn away and go astray from Him. So, uh, when when uh, even the most devout and devout and dedicated Christians at uh, some points of time stray away from the word of Christ and from the uh, instructions that Christ has for for them. So um, at this point, at the at these points of time, it's very uh, imperative to remember this type of verse, where um, this type of commandment, where we are able to see that. Uh, um, someone who's gone astray is still being taught about how he can uh, be a integral active part of uh, witnessing for the Holy Spirit and uh, turning more 
people towards the Holy Spirit. So <clears throat> this is a great example for uh, those times of detachment from God. So uh, the teachings that uh, I have observed from this is uh, number one, uh, the working for the righteous mission of God. So we are constantly working in our lives we're doing something or the other but then how, or how for how long do we actually work for the eternal peace that god has promised us that the eternity that god has for us so how long do you think that you actually put in uh, work for that and the answer for that is very less we don't uh, we think it's a given we think it's granted for us to have uh, the eternal peace and we so we say a prayer for probably an hour or two a day and then um, go about uh, completely neglecting and uh, go uh, away from the word of christ so this has to be stopped and we need to ensure that uh, whatever we do whether it is uh, working on a computer whether it is making spreadsheets whether it's making you know digital marketing campaigns or whether it is uh, uh, analyzing or whatever work that we do if it's the army if it's a uh, um, uh, hospital or if it's uh, you know the uh, fields for agriculture whatever we do we have to ensure that uh, the work that we do is dedicated is uh, glorifying the name of Christ in everything that we do in every moment of our work and uh, let us ask ourselves what would Jesus do if he was here what would Jesus do if he was working through me so that is what uh, it means to be working uh, for the righteous mission of Christ it is me uh, putting uh, Christ before you and then Christ within you and then working through Christ so Christ has his uh, disciplined way of working he has a uh, true communion with the uh, god and uh, he would be able to um, clear the path and uh, neglect all that is evil in this world and then work only what is uh, good so we need to work like that we need to uh, try somehow and very hard to uh, neglect what is evil to completely shut down what is evil and work according to the uh, true spirit of the holiness that god has provided us through the uh, grace that god has provided us through the uh, fruits of the holy spirit that god has provided us so we must ensure that we work in that way in every every moment of our uh, work in every task that we do in every person that we meet let us ensure that it is for the glory of christ it is for the goodness and the grace and the uh, power of christ to be uh, resonating through the next uh, learning that we are able to observe in this verse is that of the witnessing the greatness of Christ. So how do you witness the greatness of Christ? Well, it is only when you are truly adherent to God that is when you witness it. Because God is present everywhere. Like I said already, he is uh, there everywhere. So it is our duty to witness him. It is our duty to uh, see him. Uh, we uh, we perceive the go- uh, greatness, the uh, creations of God. We perceive the goodness of God against us, but we very rarely do we see God in those. Very rarely do we witness to the Holy Spirit directly. We we have like a uh, peripheral perception, but the central root of perception of God is very uh, limited and very rare in our everyday life. So we need to ensure that in everything that we do, in every work that is done, in every bit of work that is done, we see 
God. We see the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. We see Christ working through us. We see the um, hands that were crucified, the, the legs that were crucified, the um, the Spirit that cried out and uh, forgave the whole world for their sins. So we need to see that. We need to see the cross. We need to see Christ. We need to see uh, what Jesus would do. The discipline, the self-discipline, the power and the love. That is what we need to see in our everyday lives. And when we see that, we see God. So if we are looking especially for that, we are, if we are looking for you know, purity, if we are looking for self-discipline, if we are looking for love, if we are looking for uh, all the fruits that Jesus Christ has to offer, then we would be able to see and witness the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. The next uh, learning that we are able to observe from this uh, verse, Acts chapter 22, verse 14 to 15, is that of the preaching across borders. So when we observe it, what do we do? We keep it within ourselves? Do we just talk and uh, not tell the world how great uh, the Holy Spirit of God is? Well that is not uh, something that God wants us to do because uh, God wants us to uh, rejoice and God wants us to uh, spread the word of Christ. He wants us to make more people turn towards him. So he he works within us, not to make us boast that uh, we have seen the word of Christ, not to make us boast that we have um, been blessed so much more than the world, but to show them that uh, there is one true way and that uh, way is the way of Jesus Christ. So that is what it means to preach across borders. It means showing them that is there, there is just one route and one path to righteousness and that path to righteousness is through the uh, salvation that Jesus Christ has for us. It's through the righteousness that Jesus Christ has for us. So we need to make people realize that Jesus Christ is the one way, the truth and the life. And in order to do that, we need to reach to people who have gone astray. We need to reach to people who are not aware of uh, what Christ is able to do for them. Um, we need to preach to people who are uh, <clears throat> uh, maybe um, you know lost their hope in Christ. And we need to tell all of these people. We need to gather every one of them who is uh, you know being detached, who is moving away, going astray, and lead them back as the uh, shepherd leads his sheep back to um, the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ towards the uh, love that Christ has for us and make them disciplined, make them know what it means to be a Christian, show them the commandments and uh, tell them what the fruits of the Holy Spirit would be, the outcomes, the rewards that the Holy Spirit is able to provide for them. So um, this is the uh, uh, meaning of how we preach across borders. So those are basically the uh, learnings that we get from this uh, verse, working for the righteous mission of God, witnessing the greatness of Christ and preaching across borders <coughs> uh, without any barriers. So that is what uh, we learn from Acts chapter two, twenty-two, verse 14 to 15. Um, this is Nikki Jonathan for the uh, verse excitation. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day in the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. And I will get back to you soon. So stay tuned.